fool of following content once. Shame on us. Fool of following content twice. I don't even, I don't know the rest of that saying. So start the show. Something like that. You, you know, there's like a whole series of rules for like the fool me, right? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, shame back on you for taking advantage of me. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm not even drunk, and I I don't know how to keep <laughs> up with all that. I don't know how to keep up with that. I I personally just like George Bush's take on it. Yeah, fool me, fool me don't fool me again. I won't be fooled again. <laughs> I will fool every. I will fool everyone. Everyone's the biggest fool. Everyone's the most magnificent fool. No, no, not him. That that no. That, that feels like playing with yourself in cold water. That, oh, Jesus George, George Bush's version on it at least is lovable because he's an idiot. You know that's it's different. That's true. Trump's version just feels like a pedophile about to get caught. We'll get there today. Uh, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy, Oz. Man, I'm your at-home Lex Steele. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I like the way that one sounds, man. I like the way that one sounds. I'm going to sit on that oh, one for man. a little bit. I'm going to sit on that one for a little bit. Oh, boy. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> All right, Linux in there. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? I am the flow one. Um, how's everybody, man? This episode, we'll see, 234. We're getting up there, man. How's everybody? How's your uh, How's your week? What's your mental health, 1 to 10? Let's see. I was fine until I put that in my mouth. That was <laughs> a weird gummy skittle. I don't like that. That is what she said. <laughs> hey I hope that's not what she said. I'm excited <laughs> when that happens. I'm sorry. You were saying fluent? No, we're asking you how your mental health was for the week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like that just that, that was such an off-putting taste. I, I apologize. Uh, I'm at like a seven, man. I'm here, man. I'm doing it. I'm up. Okay. I haven't okay. won the lotto yet, but well enough. Well enough. On it. Good for you. Good for you. Fluent. I'm still working on hacking the lotto. I don't want to win it. I want to own it. Nah, I just need one win, man. Like, I, people will get checks. I will disappear. And then we'll all be good. I'll be walking amongst you, mortals. And you'll never know. And you'll never man. know. I was going to say, if I get any kind of payday, y'all going to know something transformative happened, but y'all not going to know what it is. Y'all just going to be like, man, Austin's luck turned around a little bit. Well, that's good for him. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be low key, but it's also not gonna be low key. Cause I've been down. I've been down for a minute, and the bullshit is over. 
No, no. If I, if, I, if I won the kind of money in my head, and it's not even like big money. It's not even like Jeff Bezos' money. But if I won the kind of money in my head, y'all would never know. The people who would know are the people who'd get checks, and then you'd never see me. Like, I, I officially would be just off social media. Oh, that, I mean, that's fine. We know where to find like, it. Like, people would get, like, random text messages of, like, like island shots and shit. But that that's about it. Like, why, why is Euphonic sending me a picture of this beach? It would be like proof of life. <laughs> I was going to say. I think that's his foot. <laughs> proof of life. Yeah, my come up would probably just be, it would be like, it would just look like, oh, Oz got a job. Good for him. Yeah. Nah, I'd be Gene Hackman at the end of Enemy of the State. He <laughs> 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 just, just see my cats and my fucking feet. <laughs> Only niggas like you and me actually remember Enemy of the State. That was a great movie. It was cool. I liked it. I think when that came out, I probably watched it like four times. I remember enjoying it. I just, it wasn't all that serious to me. Um, so yeah, um, shout out to the, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? I swear, some of these cold opens we do. I'm like, I, I'm always amazed when we when we have a good listenership because. I'm always convinced that we lost whatever listenership we had in the first, like, four minutes of the program. So, shout out to the new listeners. Um, still don't quite understand what the fuck y'all are doing here. They um, came for the Skittles. Apparently so. There's been a little back and forth, like, thing over there on the other side about these Skittles. Uh, Euphonic just had a bad Skittle or something. Man, that... that. I don't know, man. I've that, never heard of a bad Skittle. That Berry Punch one is not what's happening, man. Oh, no? No. Oh, okay. Good to know. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to everybody on Spotify, on Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, Apple, basically wherever quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Um, an, that was a fun discussion. That was a fun discussion. Um, another 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 week of much thanks for uh, your continued patronage. Let me tell you something. I brag on myself in my head all the time about Patreon and just beyond because I don't know of a lot of local programming in terms of podcasts. I don't know of a lot of local programming that's giving you as much content as we do. I really don't. First of all, the amount of content you get for free is impressive. Hmm. And then Patreon, like after me and Randall do a Patreon session, I really be like, I upload some shit. I'd be like, there is really nobody on the like semi pro level that's giving that's giving these niggas as much content as we give and us having like jobs and lives and well y'all have jobs and lives and shit nobody else is doing this i feel impressed with us i'm going to go ahead and give us some applause i feel confident about that all right white people that's enough 
Um, shout out. Oh, shout out. Just birthday. So aggressive with the applause. I know. Uh, birthday shout out um, to one of my first patrons. Um, my road dog, my just partner in crime, sidekick, whatever. Um, happy birthday to Terry Crawford. Uh, hit her with the air horns. Uh, sorry, I could not attend uh, your little uh, surprise roller skate party. Um, I forgot that you niggas actually, I forgot that niggas actually do activities during the day. So I just took all that for granted. <laughs> um, I had shit to do, but yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, glad to see you turning 40 before me. Um, we're getting up there, man. I usually have a joke for Terry. I usually have a little short joke for Terry cause she's mad short. Um, and we've been doing these short jokes pretty much for all our friendship. I feel like most short people are mad. Yeah. I call her like deaf from below. Um, young ankle biter. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of shit. Um, but I'm be agitated too, having to look up all day. It's true. It's true. Girl got a strong neck. Got to look up at everybody all day. Yeah, I'll get a crick in my neck. Yeah, it, it must be uncomfortable. Um, but she can hang. So, happy birthday. Um, God, we're all getting old, man. I don't like it. Um, I don't think I had any more shout-outs. Y- y'all had shout-outs, anyone? Man. It's Kanji's birthday on Thursday. It's Kanji's birthday on Thursday. Hit her with the air horns. Always happy to have her on. Always happy to have her be a listener. Uh, she's a very active listener. Um, because if you say some wild shit, she will, you will hear about it again. <laughs> um, extra shout out for her on behalf of her. To the straight men who follow Kanji on Twitter. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. I like to just remind... Just in case any of my listeners are a part of that little group, Kanji is gay. Whatever you have to say about her half-naked activities, she does not care. She does not care. Please conduct yourself accordingly. I get it. I understand. Yes, she's an attractive young woman. And yes, I'm sure everybody I'm sure plenty of people except for except for Fluent, of course, don't want to get him into any problems, have looked at her titties at least once. She is gay. She does not care. She doesn't. I just knock it off, honestly. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's like secondhand embarrassment as a cishet male watching y'all say the silliest shit about and to her on the social medias. She doesn't care and she will embarrass you. It, I, I feel, I almost feel bad for y'all. Just stop. Yeah, see what you're doing is you're throwing around a lot of words that I don't mean. I don't know, understand what they mean. <laughs> And what I need for you to do is just Some be quiet. Some disrespect. Man, just be quiet and complete the same. <laughs> just notice what she got to say, laugh, admire her, and move on. 
Yeah, y'all are really embarrassing around. I swear, like I really like the LGBT people, man. And I have a, I, I, I do have a, a large percentage of friends who identify as such. And y'all are mad embarrassing. Y'all are embarrassing. Yeah, you're asking too much. I must be. I must be. I just think about it, y'all. Just think about it. Just chill. Think about chilling. Um, giving flowers while people are here. Got to give flowers to the young god, to the young, to the 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 young gunslinger, uh, Miss Shakari Richardson. Yo. <laughs> That four by one. Did you see that? Did you see the four by one? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Shakari Richardson got anime speed in this bitch. Vegas, <laughs> look like that. That head off, uh, Gabby Thomas when she was coming around, and she was like, "Girl, just give me the damn time." Looking back, and when she that third leg was ridiculous, but when she put it in Shakari's hand, damn. <laughs> And just to tell you the level of effort involved in Shakari just blowing everybody's fucking doors down, Shakari. So when you see old girl hand her the baton, her body just collapsed, dog. Like she was just she had nothing left in the tank. Yes, Shakari had a straight face. You know, runners have a runner face, dog. <laughs> Shakari had Shakari had a straight face as if she just knew someone was doing this for her with special effects <laughs> and that she was giving no effort in whooping every ass on the track. Hold, my God. Hold my beer. <sighs> hold this beer. It was like, it, it, it was the pure focus of it right up until like the last like three meters. And when she realized, oh, I got this in the bag, and you just hear like just hit like that flex, and yes. she's coming across the finish line. Yes. Bro, it was just like, uh, 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 and, yeah. Oh my she god! She tackled old girl. <laughs> that was great. All of that was wonderful to see. Shakari Richardson, as far as I am concerned, is the fastest woman alive at this point. Yeah, the fastest, the fastest. Like she looked at the Jamaican girls. Them Jamaican girls were like, "Do y'all know how long? Do you know how long it's been since America won? A, since America won one of these things?" She was like, "Yeah, because of you, bitch." <laughs> Shit, man. I I I also one of the things that I've loved the most about the video and the images and the social media posts that I've seen is how much respect and love. Between not just like the American and Jamaican runners, but so many of the other oh yeah black women who are competing and just really kind of showing like what that international diaspora unity looks like. Really just carrying like, themselves like, yo, there's no need to beef. I'm yes. sure I'm sure there was a talk had to the <laughs> side where it was like, yo. We all still here to do what we got to do and to get this money and what have you. But out there, no matter, you know, where we come from or how we roll, like we all, we, we're all kind of in this together. Like it is a diaspora out here and they, our countries back home, they looking at us the same way. We see in some of the same bullshit, some of the same shit they say on social media. 
we might we got to just do this for ourselves and just hold each other down with a certain level of respect. As long as there's respect, we can all be good. That's what I feel like happened. Man, there, there was so much like just camaraderie. Real talk after man. each race. I mean, it was. You, you see someone trying to do an interview and like the other uh, people on the track are like coming up and just giving them pull up and, and show love and they're and they're joking and loving and I, I I I personally love I love like a good camaraderie like that. Whenever I was competing, like with swimming, yeah. That's it, the, the the person you could like joke with. Like, man, I almost had you. That's all. <laughs> that's community, dog. I quality love that. Rival. Yeah, a quality rival. Yeah, that's real. That's real shit right there. That's that's anime rivalry shit. Yeah. Um. So shout out to her, man. Just really holding it down. Really setting the example. Um. Hit her with the air horns. Definitely time that really brings us into another humans ain't shit related on a related topic. I'm gonna be as simple as I can be about this, y'all. All right, let me turn my simple brain on. You have to turn that on. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to like you know, be in the mindset gotcha. of a simple person that can understand these things. So. All I really have to say on the topic, for real, and I—I I didn't mean to do it that early. <laughs> I support Shakari Richardson. I support Sexy Red, and I support Suki Hana and anybody like them for holding it down, representing Black women any other black woman that represents the opposite of respectability politics. These women belong in the, they, these women belong in these circles. They act like they belong there. They act like they've worked hard to get there. Um, and I support that 100%. And I support how uncomfortable they make the bougie boat shoe niggas. Y'all going to learn. Y'all are going to learn that just because somebody doesn't roll like you, just somebody just because somebody was not raised with your set of values um or behave the same way as you in public, that does not take them out of the running to be a part of our community, our culture, our our diaspora because um because whatever they're doing, there's a history for what they're doing in our diaspora as well. I'm just saying, like, everybody has a place, and when it comes to white supremacy, these women, especially these women, deserve the same kind of protection that everybody, that everybody else that fits into your limited values does too. Everybody that, and guess what? Everybody that ever wear, wore a skirt past their knees and acts like Claire Huxtable or whatever was not necessarily a good person. Because what's her face? Candace Owens does all that shit, and she is, a, and she is definitely uh, whatever is below pond scum.
whatever whatever amoeba, whatever fungus that eats the pond scum. That is Candace Owens. And she follows all them fucking values y'all love so much. So just keep that in mind. And keep in mind and, and keep in mind that all the women y'all are talking down on, their hair is way better done than Candace Owens. She's the first black woman to ever get her shit done in supercuts. And she's married to and she's married to a white man that looks like um a lost member of S Club Seven. Just keep in mind all the shit y'all reaching for in terms of respectability politics, it's not gonna get you nowhere. It's not. I say this all the time and I'll say it I'll say it a million more times. It's not gonna get you nowhere. Henry Louis Gates was the most respectable motherfucker to walk the is the most respectable motherfucker to walk the face of the earth. And the police came and got him for trying to get into his own fucking house. Y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know shit. Y'all really like and and what y'all don't realize is y'all are just going by the same tenets that have been handed to you by white supremacy. Usually the same tenets that were handed to you by white supremacy, white supremacy to keep you out of places. Because they thought you were stupid and they thought you and and they thought you weren't intelligent enough to adhere to those to those standards and so it kept you out of the, and so they did it to keep you out of white spaces to keep you from reading certain books to keep you from acquiring certain knowledge for yourself because if we're being real the freedom that we're looking for is not going to be gotten by law law in this country was always meant to keep us in a certain kind of order separate from white people Always. The real kind of freedom y'all are looking for is the freedom y'all try is the it's it's in the it's in the dismantling of the boxes y'all try to put people in by how they dress, what kind of music they listen to, how they roll, whether or not they sing it about my booty hole brown. It's going to be a dismantling of of respectability politics it's going to be a dismantling of certain ideals that open doors for those people and create a new level of unity and that's why I don't jive with y'all because a lot of times y'all be looking for y'all be looking for a certain kind of african american utopia or really a diaspora utopia where a lot of people that I fuck with and a lot of people that made the way for y'all to be as free as you are wouldn't be invited. So yeah, I support Megan. I support Sukihana. I support Asian doll. I support all I support all those things that y'all consider ratchet. Because that's really the way to unlocking the le- unlocking the level of freedom that we want or at least the level of freedom that will unify us to dismantle to dismantle certain levels of white supremacy so i fuck with all that shit 100% and it, 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 like i like the meme that's going around says if you're not fucking with sexy red you really not fucking with me and you really not and you really no ally to me for real I don't give a fuck if you listen to her music. 
I'm talking about letting this woman cook. Just like somebody, just like somebody in the generation before had to un had to unlearn some of that bullshit and let NWA cook. Because right now y'all sound like the same white people that wanted to get NWA and two live crew the fuck out of here. Just saying, just something to think about. Although if you're like this, I, I doubt anybody that's like this is listening to this podcast. Uh, I hope not. Uh, but if you are, wake the fuck up, dog. Song of the week. Sexy, right? No. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Did I did I miss anything? Was there anything to add? I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. I, I actually kind of hope they are listening. I hope you learned something that you didn't think about prior that helps change that perspective you have. <laughs> hey, look. You remember what uh, my friend Coach said? Talking about uh, when she shared the podcast to oh, her yeah. friends. Yeah, they said, "Red, I I got done. I thought I had homework assignment at the end." Like, yeah, you do. Let me tell you something. Unpack some shit. Let me tell you something. That's your homework. I appreciated. I appreciate that coming from her. Shout out to Coach Feline. Uh, I appreciate that coming from her. Uh, and I definitely was flattered at everything she had to say because she really did retain what she took from that particular episode. Um, I appreciated all that coming from her, and especially because she's fine. Um, but another part of me said when I got home that if I'm if if Opinions Wild Black is someone's like Kendrick Lamar of podcasts going around in their <laughs> in 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 their rotation, I'm worried. Oh man, I'm worried. Y'all know how y'all started this fucking episode. Don't don't do that. I mean, sometimes we hit a rabbit hole, but a lot of times there's a lot of good stuff being shared here. We're gonna talk about that in the meeting. <laughs> Song, of- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Song of the week. Um, I'm gonna go with the, 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 the actually, yeah. I like this guy. And we and people don't talk enough about him. My man James Vickery, uh, featuring S. G. Lewis. This is pressure. That sounds like finger in the butt music. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, wait till the track plays. We'll see. Wait till the track plays. Trying to get this man's mo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not it. Oh my god. Pour yourself something. Do that. Get comfortable. Do that too. We're gonna have a great podcast. I'm gonna tell you about the DJ in a minute. And we'll be playing. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Got to do the thumbs like this though. Just keep it thumbing. I like to do a little hook in there, man.
That was Pressure by James Vickery featuring S.G. Lewis. Put your finger in your button. <laughs> Damien Cut. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, good So shit. that's how Oz does what he does. No, there's no how Oz yeah. does what he does. Let's not yeah. start. That's how rumors get started. Yeah. Uh, Oz uh, doesn't do anything. That, that is that is from a continuation of an off break story. Um, so there is. Um, uh, I won't spend too much time on new music, but um, the new Victoria Monet joint uh, came out Friday. Fantastic, fantastic. There's not enough. There's not enough fanfare going on right now about Victoria Monet. There needs to be. Because this new joint, Jaguar 2, wonderful. Wonderful. You talking to me, like, and I, I just, I guess I just like the fact that, you know, there are people that are complaining that there's not enough traditional R&B going around. And then there is the up the uprising of R&B, of soul music that is more in tune with kind of less respectable standards and you know summer walker kind of talks about the same shit but in kind of but from her more toxic kind of ratchet perspective scissors so forth victoria monet is like a perfect blend of both of those worlds Mm. and you can fuck to this music you can just ride to this music you can just build with your girl to this music um you can do all three at the same time Maybe all three at the same time. 
Um, but yeah, the the new joint Jaguar Two. I would go ahead and I would go ahead and get out and listen. Random aside, what is that song for you all? What is what song? That 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 embodies that. Like all three worlds. Yeah. Because like right off the top of my head, I'm thinking Kalani's "Can I." I would say everything from Kalani. Um, you can you can do kind of anything to that. Like if y'all are just chilling, just talking shit, everything's gonna come on, and they're gonna go, "What is that?" Or y'all can be, yeah, it can it can already be getting a vibe going, and it lead to some shit. Or honestly, you could just ride and reminisce to that shit. Um, Kalani's definitely that. Or on like, a lot of her projects, like Special Affair by the Internet, everything by the Internet is exactly like that, that. Like the Ego Death album. Now the album after that was hot, but Ego Death, yeah. all of that falls right in that in that in that in that tightrope. Ego Death is a brilliant album that got me through that whole summer. I'm I'm just gonna have to say for me, for a while it was SZA. Okay, like that's fair, and it was a. Uh, Putting on like that that live concert type vibe she did, I think with like Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that was yeah. Special. Um, special. Alex Isley definitely falls in that in between. Mm, good and plenty. Good and plenty in particular, but and yeah, and, mm. and everything she's done with uh Jack Dine, mm. uh, that is along those lines. Yeah, but Alex Isley has always fallen in that. Can go for all. For all moods, all kind of just chill moods category for me, um, I can I can be playing that on the beach, getting getting them getting them getting the mai tai or whatever. I can play that um, on a cold night and it's raining. I can play that on a kind of kind of just chill moon is out romantic night. All that Alex Isley is just one of those all purpose artists that just can do no wrong in my book. So yeah. Um furthermore, on the run on Lay Rundown, um we do have a rest in peace section. Uh rest in peace Bob Barker died at ninety nine. Fam, this nigga was a le- Bob Barker was a legend, and I'm gonna tell you why he was a legend. Because he punched out Happy Gilmore. Well, yeah, too. That too, but Bob Barker is a legend because even in even in, in life and even in death, he was never gonna go one over. He died right at ninety nine. Never gonna go one over. Anybody that's ever been a savage on the prices right always denied you just by one. <laughs> Y'all remember that shit? It would always be that person that go, um, I'm going to go ahead and guess 500. And then it'd be a bitch-ass nigga that'd go... 499. I guess 499, or worse yet, I guess 501. And then 501 and win, and you want to slap the taste out of their fucking mouth. They always made it to the showcase showdown, bitch-ass nigga. Um, So, yeah, rest in power, Bob Barker. Terry Funk died. One of the OG wrestlers. Uh, Terry Funk died. Also, Bray Wyatt died. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, man. Um, like 
I think he died. He what was he like fifty something? He was like fifty. That's young. That's young. You hate to see it. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if we mentioned it, but Paul Rubens died last week. Maybe. No. I don't think we mentioned it on there. We didn't mention it. Yeah, Paul Rubens died. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was. It's uh, the August deaths were something. I think Sinead O'Connor died. Was he sick or something? Because I didn't expect that one. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I don't have it in front of me now. Uh, Sinead O'Connor died. Damn. Uh, I think uh, Tony Bennett died. Really? Yeah, Tony Bennett died. Yeah, definitely. I did see that. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, definitely rest in power to our, everybody we lost this August. Um, let's see, what do we got here on the rundown? Um, oh, good news. Good news to turn all that right around. Ladies and gentlemen, Fresh and Fit has been demonetized. Oh my God, it just, it feels so good. Um, for those of you that don't know, which is at least one person at this table, I'm sure, yes. <laughs> Fresh and Fit was kind of, they were kind of at the top, at, at the top running of these like Manosphere, um, podcasters. They basically, they were, they were kind of in line, they were kind of in line to take the Iron Throne, um, in the absence of the, Dark Lord Kevin Samuels. Tragic. Um, they were, uh, I think they I, they really got a lot of uh, kind of big brothering by DJ Academics, so that explains a lot. But they were just, they were these two niggas, one light-skinned, one dark-skinned, that just talked a lot of shit about, about, uh, about black women in particular um, being unwanted, black women... Um, being at the bottom of the barrel. Um, basically, these are niggas that had that that were probably getting no pussy in their early years that got good jobs and suddenly started feeling themselves. I think one of them actually did work for the FBI. Um, but recently, uh, basically, they're basically they've been demonetized for I for a few things, but I think they were. I think they were in the YouTube partnership thing, opening complaints or cases about other platforms that were false. And eventually they got investigated and they were pulling a bunch of fraud. Uh, But also some of their content was kind of over the edge. They had that dude, Nick Fuentes. He used to fuck with Kanye. They had, they would have him on the podcast. Um, Surrounded by a bunch of by a bunch of uh, black women uh, that they clearly pulled off of the street in Miami, um, and they had him just saying "nigger" all on the program, just to get attention. But their 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 line of bullshit was very much trying to. It was like they were trying to opinions while black everything that Kevin Samuels and DJ Academics would do. They'd be drinking, they'd be chilling, they'd have a bunch of good-looking women, they'd have a bunch of good-looking women around them and shit who could not argue the points because they were just not on the same bandwidth. And now they had this whole episode where they were just 
commiserating that they've had their that they've had their monetization taken. Um, I think the light skinned dude, the head dude, Myron, he went he he get off the mic and went outside to go cry. Um, I shit you not, this is honest to God truth. I learned and I learned some shit I didn't know about these assholes. Like for, and and I'm a, I'm actually gonna stop unpacking them like they deserve serious unpacking. These fucking deuce. The, apparently, the guy used to work for the FBI while he was doing, I guess, Fresh and Fit 1.0, mm-hmm. and the FBI confiscated his phone because you know those phones are government issue. And apparently, you can't be an FBI agent while being on your phone texting your co-host about these fucking whores, this and that. Um, so he had to so he had to kind of give up his job at the FBI to be an asshole full time. And uh now he is where he is. And so many people were right about them that they would not go the distance despite how much money they were making at the time, which was a lot. Um I hope they <laughs> so it feels good to know that uh these assholes are updating their indeed profile like I am. And everybody's like, Oh man, you, you why are you celebrating the downfall of a black man? Why you gotta celebrate black men's downfall? I'm celebrating their downfall. Cause I always say people are like, Oh man, podcast uh black men with po- black uh, black men shouldn't have podcasts, black men should go find a career. Look, podcasts are not destroying, black men with podcasts are not destroying the black community. These niggas with podcasts are destroying the black community. I'm glad to see that people are seeing their bullshit for what it is. And I'm glad that the niggas who follow them have to look somewhere else for a father figure. Um, So uh, let's give Fresh and Fit the old goodbye. I meant to do that one. Someone's confused. Because they don't get any pussy. They can't. Okay. They can't. How could they? Why y'all looking at me? I don't know. <laughs> hit them one more time. That's okay. Hit, 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 hit fresh and fit one more time. One of our listeners is so upset <laughs> that I play that and I got that stuck in her head. <laughs> um, I think it's a good thing to have stuck in your head. But I just, I, I just like when the manosphere takes an L, and this is a big L for the manosphere to take, because with YouTube now, I don't agree. The YouTube is definitely putting their foot down in a lot of bad ways about monetization. But I'm glad this is a side effect of it. I put it to you like that. I hate what YouTube is doing monetization because all the people that are making money have already made it. So you might as well leave that door open for everyone else. Just looks ugly. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the fact that they have to pay out for the fuck ups, right? Uh, well, right, that too. It, it's a that's, because they had gotten a warning apparently before. Yeah, wasn't well, about their fucking up, and not just the uh, warning. They've had investors pull out, right, right, and uh, it's not, and okay. it's not because of actual real shit. 
It's just from people perception and then pissing off the investors. It's cumulative. Yeah. So like the the big one was um Mercedes Benz had an ad that was running apparently during um like some dumbass PewDiePie kind of shit. Mm-hmm. When he was like at the height of his mm-hmm. monetized whatever and people were asking Mercedes-Benz why they were associating with PewDiePie. And <laughs> they were like, we d- we're not. Who the fuck is PewDiePie? Who is PewDiePie? <laughs> and so when they're fight when they, you know, do yeah. enough investigation, they're finding out that their ads are being associated with this person and they had no control over that. And they were like, look, YouTube, you can either fix this or we're pulling all of our ads off of the platform. Gotcha. Yeah. And things like that kind of continue. So it'll go through like these rolling waves of, you know, how people respond mm-hmm. to the ads that they see on the platform. And then how does that affect the monetization of everybody else who's using the platform? Because you have to disincentivize people from doing shit that might have an ad associated with them. Right. And it's it's just going to show that people are... These things are looking bad on people's brand. I think that Mercedes-Benz should definitely sponsor Opinions While Black. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how that works out. Um, Niggas plus information plus alcohol. In Mercedes. In Mercedes. In Mercedes. (laughs) I've never, I've never been pressured to to have something sponsored on my shit that I can't afford to. That's crazy. Well, that's why you get sponsored. Think Tiger Woods paid for his BMW? No. Probably. No. No. After his wife ruined it, you think he paid for the replacement? Well, that's true. No. Yeah, that's true. So again, Mercedes, if you're listening, <laughs> Cut Pains the- while black podcast, always looking for sponsorship. Cut the check. <laughs> Cut and, the check. Hand me a key. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him a check. Hand me a key. Um I know y'all I know y'all didn't watch this, but the the documentary on uh HBO Max BS High is like my favorite thing this week. Bro, this is wild. The, I'm, the I'm sure it's a documentary and it's not science fiction. Not at all. Like this isn't like a Blair Witch no, kind of movie. This is real amateur shit. movie that no. made it on and they just call it a documentary. I'm telling you, everybody, the oh. people that keep up with like ESPN and keep up hard with football and all that shit will like, tell you this was wild. Like one of those HBO Max mockumentaries. One of Andy Sandberg. It does, when you see the hey. dude, I I I challenge y'all. I encourage y'all. To watch this, it's like an hour thirty, and you will see that this dude is not only real, but a sociopath and deserves to be in jail. So not like Borat, not at all like Borat. This no, is a this is, this is the All American Frank Dukes. So, <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, BS High or is about Bishop Sycamore. Which is a fake school. Everyone going who? (laughs) Bishop Sycamore was a fake high school um, that was supposed to rival IMG, which is a high level, which has a high level football program. 
Um, and it, nobody understood at the time. This is like a year and a half, maybe old. Nobody understood how these motherfuckers made it all the way to ESPN with virtually no, um, with virtually no wins on their record, with no, um, any kind of like fandom or anything. And as it turns out, <clears throat> they lost to IMG like fifty something to zero. But it turned out Bishop Sycamore was completely a completely made up school. Um, there was no campus. They were told that they would be studying using uh, Ohio State resources. So basically they took them to the library and there were supposed to be teachers to show up to tutor them and that never happened. So they basically just trained, ate pizza, partied, and then nothing. Um, But even then they were doing that. They didn't even have dorms. They had uh, hotels that they were staying at that, the mastermind behind all this, Roy Johnson, paid for either didn't pay for or paid for in hot checks that he made at Kinko's. So he was like taking tips from The Apprentice. He was taking tips from that movie with Justin Long in it, where they made up a college. Accepted. <laughs> Accepted. That's what he was doing. I fucking love that movie. Like this was literally the black version of that. Oh God! <laughs> it was incre- except there was no Lewis Black to tell them that this shit was stupid. Oh my God! And it, like when you and so at the time when it happened, when it was in the news, it was a joke and it was funny and everybody was laughing their ass off to this shit. But it only got serious when you realized what this meant to the kids. Mm. Because there were actual kids that were taken advantage of in a very predatory way um, that were told basically that, you know, IMG kind of does this thing where they have their whole thing where they get the cream of the crop from wherever they are. Um, as the, a high school? As a high school. this High school football is this serious. With the, hot, with the hottest prospects and – you know, people that are going to go somewhere, that are going, you're going to be a D1 phenomenon, shit like that. Bishop Sycamore wanted to take advantage of kids who may have had the talent, but they came from really bad backgrounds. They didn't have the grades, whatever. And basically promising them, I will get you in a D1 school but they didn't have any of the resources to do any of that. They literally, one of the kids, and the kids, like, in retrospect, were like, what the fuck were we doing? They literally got their plays from Madden. Like, that was the one that really fucked me up. They got their plays from Madden. There was, And then the dude, the, the mastermind behind all this is the real star of the show because Roy Johnson is insane. And, all the, and he's either a pathological liar or he's crazy or he's a sociopath or all three because when they would ask him about these things, he would just go, well, I'm not, I wasn't the offensive coordinator, so the offensive coordinator got that from Madden, but you didn't have an offensive coordinator. <laughs> what? You know, what I mean, like, like so. Wait, he was running so Madden where did these plays. Plays come from the kids. 
Wait, he he ran. He, according to him, the the kids were the ones that came up with all this during practice. Um, but they all and and you could tell they all had real had real respect for him at some point before this went wrong. Because let me tell you, if this is one of my kids who got who got gotten on like this, first of all, stop calling that man coach. Call that man coach one time, one more time, no phone tonight. Because that's not a coach. That's a sandwich artist from Subway. That's not a coach. <laughs> that's your bus driver. I don't even know if he could drive the bus. Right. He, drove the, he drove the bus to, to all the games. And I, it was a bus that he rented that he also d- either didn't pay for or paid for with hot checks. Did he have a CDO? No, hell no. <laughs> this man That's wasn't licensed like, to do anything. Was... <sighs> that was what was so crazy about this. And he had a crazy response for everything. Like you you know, like you know kids like this. Like you're a teacher. You know kids like this. They talk real fast when they're in a when when they're in a when they're in a bind. They seem to have an answer for everything, but they talk real fast hoping you won't catch all of it. That's this nigga. I knew at the beginning of the thing when he said that his that that his his greatest um, inspiration, his two greatest inspirations for scouting kids was the A team and Suge Knight's speech from the VMAs that one night come to death row. I'm sorry. Did you say the fucking A team? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This nigga literally said that he saw himself as Hannibal Smith from the A-Team. And when he would get away with these fucking scams, he would go, I love it when a plan comes together. Damien, come on! This nigga was insane, dog. Like, like they had, they didn't have a trainer. Like when they played their first game. First of all, they played two games, and you sports niggas know what I'm talking about. Had them playing two games, two consecutive games of football in the span of three days. No recovery time. No recovery time, and. You don't need recovery for football, man. Let me tell you something. Bamani Jones has some good <laughs> shit to say on this. Imagine hitting your head on a brick wall consecutively one day and then having less than 24 hours to recuperate and going back out there and hitting your head on an even sturdier brick wall. That's insane. These people, like, and when you see the football game happening, and these niggas, I mean, they don't have any trainers, and niggas is tearing ACLs. I mean, that's where you got helmets, though, right? They were sharing helmets. Or if you, or if you, you know, if you're one of these hardcore people that have been in football all your young life, um, one of the, the quarterback, his mother let him use his helmet um, from, like, eighth grade. And it hadn't been registered. It wasn't the it wasn't the required legal helmet. And they asked this man if sharing helmets was dangerous. He's like, "Don't you think that's dangerous to the players?" And he looks at him and goes, "Well, football's dangerous. That's how you end up with your head in someone's butt." 
like Hancock. Like, yeah, I was thinking about Hancock. Like, it's like straight up Hancock, bro. And if you're wondering if the only, if you're wondering why a nigga like this isn't in jail, where he deserves, it's because I got you know. Well, it's because in Ohio, Bishop Sycamore was supposed to be like a religious institution. It was registered as a religious institution. In Ohio, they don't they don't judge, they don't have any dominion over religious <laughs> institutions the way that they have over regular schools with football programs. And all the rules that should have been in place to make sure this doesn't happen or to make sure that this nigga is in prison all didn't exist in Ohio or maybe anywhere because nobody thought that someone would be evil enough to make up a school. Imagine waking up with a thought so iconic that laws are changed to prevent anyone else. <laughs> From doing it again. I mean, most laws exist because somebody did it the first time. But that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine like waking up and be like, you know what? I'm going to eat babies on downtown. And people will watch me and it'll be okay. And they did a whole report about this. And they did a whole report looking at their books and looking looking at how they did like the state did. And they came to the conclusion that, yes, this is a scam. And they also came to the conclusion that there wasn't shit that they could do about it. That's a damn shame. Like, that's crazy. Couldn't and, even get him on insurance fraud or something? No, no. Because it, <laughs> it was worse than that. All the things that he made them sign or that they signed up for were all gray areas. Like, he, like when they had to pay tuition, he told them to take out PPP loans in their name. <laughs> that's not funny. Sam, and, and you could tell he told them to do it because because when when describing what the business was, Wait. it was just a million forms that said shit like shoe shops and barber shops. This is like during COVID? Yes. Wait. Oh my God. Especially Wait. with the 18 reference. Why did I think this happened like three, four decades ago? Bro, <laughs> I really thought this was like this, was this like was like two years ago. I thought this no. was like before the age of computers and shit. No, no. this is like tw- this started what? in like 2018. What? Yeah, take out some PPP loans. Wow. And it, and it only got because he had done this at another institution, but it only got attention when they ended up playing that ESPN game versus IMG. So them, them PPP loans were such a tra- tragedy. This is I'm signing up for one. If we if we lock down again, sign up for one. This is this is exactly why phones need facial recognition so they can find people like him faster. Oh, he wasn't hard to find. Um, <laughs> he was already he already um, he already had a, a domestic assault charge. Like one of the kids that was staying with him. <laughs> What's what? the next thing on the rundown? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, cut! Wait! What's, cut. What's the next thing on the rundown, man? That's too much in one sentence. Hey. You can't hey. combine. He had a hey. domestic assault charge, and one of the kids was staying with him. Hey. Bro! What? Hey. The What's fuck? Next? What's next on the fucking rundown? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just want what? I just want Euphonic to watch this <laughs> and be back and be oh back next episode God. with notes 
and thoughts. I don't want that. <laughs> I really do. Like I was really because I really was gonna give y'all this as a homework assignment. No. Holy shit! No. This is one of the best. This is one of the best and most terrifying documentaries I've ever watched. Because he swears he's thankful that he's gotten exposed. Because he says he's going to be back. The last, the last line of this documentary. And guess what? None of this is really a spoiler because you have to watch it in real time to get the effect. The last line of this documentary is, what was that DJ Khaled said? All I do is win-win no matter what. This is a moral victory for him. What? Oh, he's insane. No, no, I, I, that that's because we were waiting for you to say the quote. Is that the quote? That's the quote. <laughs> What's on the? <laughs> <laughs> David, Clark. I need some water. <laughs> this nigga gone. <laughs> you finally got to take a break from that. <laughs> I think I need a break. <laughs> and it hurts. And it hurts him the most because he teaches children and. You know, you find it because what we would call a leader of men, of young men and young women. And like, I, like there are students who have gone on to make something of themselves and shit. And this just scrambled his brain like for good. Like he doesn't know what to do with himself at this point. I just... And what fucks me up, what fucks me up honestly about it, jokes aside, is that it's easy to point to Roy Johnson and say that he is the problem, but he's a side effect of the problem. Like it's because he like he's really a, he's really just kind of an inevitable side effect. Somebody if it because if it wasn't him, it was going to be somebody else taking advantage of these gray areas in the system because there is so much money in football, whether it be high school, college, or whatever. There is so much money in football, and there's so much money in this scandal. All that money that he owes all these hotels and catered and cater businesses, and it's insane. I shit you not, dog. Like, like, this, like, there is so much wrong in the system. There's so much wrong in the system <laughs> that there's no that there's no room to be like that. There's no room to just blame it all on Roy Johnson because there are people making up charter schools now. I mean, they may be above ground, but there are people making up charter schools now with the sole intention of having a lit football program, getting more attention from hopefully sending one of these kids to a D1 school. And making that and, ma- and making that and making that money from people that want to invest in them. And now you're a high profile coach because this one kid that was under you went to a D1 school. So what you're saying is in order to be successful. Dr. Umar Johnson doesn't need to build the school. Don't say it out loud. He just needs Don't to say collaborate. It. Shit. And now we can have 
the football school for the diaspora I'm gonna be doesn't honest. actually exist. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Umar would slap the shit out of Roy Johnson. No, no, no. They could collaborate together. He can provide the real education in the library. Well, you have to remember, Umar started out making sense in the fact that he his his area was of expertise was education. Yeah. And that he was he was the one talking about what a scam it was for uh underprivileged youth and special and and kids with special needs. He would be champion he would be championing putting Roy Johnson's ass in prison. Yeah, but now he's running his own scam, so they might might as well just work together. So then they work together. My my only pushback on that comment is that he'd want to slap Roy for getting far, far ahead (laughs) for doing better than him. Yeah. Yeah. You mean I was supposed to write hot checks and tell lies? (laughs) (laughs) And get away with it? And uh, yeah, so I just, I thought, I think it's a really interesting documentary. I I challenge my co hosts. To uh, at least watch a little bit of it, give it a shot, and maybe come back with some thoughts. Um, it is my favorite thing because I, I was watching telemarketers as well. And telemarketers, you thought the telemarketing business was crazy. You haven't seen it until you've seen this documentary. There was a nigga, there were people that got ousted from major telemarketing companies that were scams to go on to create their own telemarketing company that was a scam and have there were li- there was literally a nigga on the street on the street on his cell phone cold calling and having to like run into a bodega and sit down and write their all their credit card information on a fucking napkin faking like they're selling um uh, police decals and shit. There was a guy who they who they hired who was like a convicted murderer for 30 years cold calling, taking people's money. And when they wouldn't sell to him, he'd hang up and, and talk about what a fucking bitch cunt they were. What, before or after he hung after. up? Oh. And talk about the not, made, not threaten to kill him but talk about all the different ways that he wanted them to die. Why? What documentary is this? Telemarketers. Telemarketers. It's like a three-episode thing. Um, uh, I, I talked about it very briefly on an episode yeah, or two I remember, ago. Yeah, I remember. They were talking about, I, I brought it up again. They were talking about it in Discord. Um, everybody's, this it, is why I just stick to poetry. Well, also in, like, astronomy because you're a fucking genius um i have worked it but i have worked at a call center that i was convinced was a scam uh if you have worked if you have made those rounds in those regular job circles if you've ever worked at a call center you probably worked at one that you thought was a scam as most are telecheck was weird um i've just never seen a place that had big wolf of wall street energy but nobody, like most of us, were not making that money. It was, and they didn't make any commission. It was like reverse Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, they didn't make any commission. Niggas was, niggas was doing dope, 
in the building. Yeah, like still in the restroom, like snorting coke and shit. Sucking like, dick you, in the restroom. What are you doing? Yeah. I just came here to do my eight hours. Like Exactly. What? Yeah, it was wild. No, I can't say I've ever had that happen on my job. Oh, I, yeah. I have definitely, in almost every job I've worked at, it's like, what is going what on? What are behind, we doing? Behind the scenes, what's happening here, man? What, and, what is this Wizard of Oz shit happening? And, I, and what's funny is, when I was working at the bookstore, I was considered, let's see, it was a, it was a cute, it was a really cute girl that came through there that, that like labeled me the guy with all the stories because I had been there, I, I had been there long enough to be a lifer. There are stories beyond my stories that I hear to this day where I'm like, what the fuck was happening while I was doing my job? <laughs> now, no, I don't have that reaction. It, it's like now at this point, if someone recants a story from some, like somewhere I've worked, I'm like, ah, okay. I well, must have gone home that day. Right. Well, most of my stories were like, well, most of, well, most of the ones I hear are like, oh, they were fucking? When did they have time to fuck? Well, I mean, exactly. Oh, they oh they fucked after the party. Mm-hmm. We had man, we had a few good. Oh, well, yeah, that's that too. We had a few good parties, man. I tell you, towards the, towards the end, we would have like if there was enough people ready to just get fucked up on a Saturday or Sunday night, we had some good parties, some good good parties where people and there was clearly. Want to fuck energy in the in the air? They always work so well together when they're doing stocking. Shit. Uh huh. And it was so funny because everybody's like, "Oh, Oz ain't coming." And when I showed up, it was amazing because they were like, "Oh, Oz doesn't want to talk to anybody when he's on the clock. He gets off the clock. He's a fucking he's a fucking maniac." Hey, look, man, I'm trying to be productive today, and. That's so counterintuitive. Fluent is not being productive. Stop it. At all. At all. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart has come to the realization that he is old. Bring that over here. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be the only distracted one. Uh, Kevin Hart wants y'all to know that he is that he is old. That he has finally come to the realization. That he is old. <laughs> he's over 40. Uh, he's 44. And basically, Kevin Hart, if you've seen his IG lately, he was in a wheelchair. And the reason he was in a wheelchair it was because, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and the reason he was in a wheelchair was because he was in a foot race with, uh, I forgot who it was, but he was in a, a foot race with a real uh, retired, recently retired professional football player why is it in slow motion <laughs> and because you, you know when you're running that fast and when you see the race oh, okay. you can tell what point he twisted something and you know we all know kevin hart is very he's very fit and he's very dedicated to uh being as fit as fo- as possible most short niggas get most short niggas get real dedicated to uh perfecting their body because there's so little of it, man. Like my, my Kevin Hart is ripped. He could really he like he like he does the push ups where you throw your arms out and shit, all that shit. My my god brother is like Superman as an adult. When we were when we were growing up, nah, he he was in the skinny club with me. But then post college, 
That man started uh, living at 24-hour fitness. You know, yeah. he literally was doing two days, get there like 4.30 in the morning, go to the bank, come home from work, work out again. That man looked like he a walking Superman, but he's only like 5'2". Again, story I told earlier, dancing in the in the little little hood hood party. That's our friend. We got one of those. That was him. <laughs> Who are you? I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not mature enough for that kind of energy. <laughs> so, so let me tell you a euphonic story, huh? Wait, why? Um, I was because I was gonna go around and ask when we all knew we were too old for this shit. Uh, fun euphonic story. What running? Um, yeah, well, not running, but uh, euphonic used to work with like he used to work with kids. Like he used to like volunteer and work with kids because uh, his. Because his ex was the director at this organization, um, oh, I was wondering what happened to her. She's she's wonderful. Okay, living her best life. She was she was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he was. Yeah, I guess they were having they were having some kind of back and forth about him uh, being a sigma or whatever. And I guess the kids were old enough to know about stepping and all that shit. And they wanted to see, and they wanted to see him do do some steps. And this nigga, this nigga got to stepping and did some weird jump in the air, twist around, fully articulated GI Joe shit, and landed on his ankle. And I think it was at that moment. That he realized he was too old for this shit because we've never seen him really step again. First of all, it's not even that. (laughs) It's that young people from a certain socioeconomic standpoint know how to goad you into doing shit you know you got no business doing. And from not having stretched to having on the wrong (laughs) shit. Just watching these kids, you go, you can do it, Mr. Brown Tree. Come on, man. Let's do it, man. You got it, man. I'm like, uh, uh, I they don't even look cool. One person do it. Come on, man. You can do it, man. Little. All right. And it, it no. It does it, look cool. One person doing it. No, it, 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 uh, it does not look cool when you hear pop, pop, pop. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh Cause, no! Because your ankle reminded you that there is a weight and angle limit <laughs> on on what you can do, and and it wasn't then that I realized I had fucked up. It was it was trying to be cool and walk to my car like my ankle was not literally hanging off my leg. <laughs> it was like, doing the thing. No, no, no! Like <laughs> let us help you. I was like, oh, no, I got it. Just you know, just tell her I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, and then I was not back. Tomorrow, <laughs> you was at I the was doctor. Not back for some yeah. months, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my doctor and I quote was like, "You don't make money off of this, do you?" I was like, "What stepping? Yeah, sometimes we win, sometimes we do." He was like, "You won't make money off this anymore. You're gonna find a real job now." That nigga, that <laughs> damn, they gave that nigga the booby miles speech. <laughs> yeah, you messed her ankle up that bad. Again, you can see me walking from here to your car, and it'll just, I'll just trip just because the ankle will just come off. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Right here on, on right here on the left side, there are no ligaments holding this ankle here. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so. And, and, and the, the pop, the hurt you, like that pop, 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 it's pain each pop. 
Oh yeah, no, I know, I know those pops. Yeah, that's that happened to my knee. Yeah, oh no, bless you. Yeah, bless you. Yeah, no. Nah. So Kevin Hart learned the hard way. Check your ego. I got to. You got to. You got to. You got to listen. You got to listen to them joints and stretch. You know, stretching is very important. Because you know what? Like, dudes really do have that Jiminy Cricket moment leading into an event that, like, you just on a cosmic level know is not going to benefit you or work out in your fashion. There's a voice that goes, don't do that. You're like, nah, man, I got, like, you're, you're hyping yourself up to do it. But there's a very subtle, sit your ass down, that you need to pay attention to. I learned that that day. I learned to pay attention to that voice. And on that note... <laughs> We will take a quick break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. I'm aware I'm not mature enough for any of that. And we're back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are having some real honest self-reflection about ourselves, apparently. I know I'm... I, well, I, I don't even bother having the conversation because I know what I'm not mature enough for. Or maybe too mature for. I don't know. I haven't decided. You know, you have to figure out where your own boundaries and limits are for yourself. And uh, it's just part of the the maturation process, right? Maybe the problem. Maybe that's it's not that you're problem. too mature. It's that you realize where you will be immature, and then you remove yourself from those situations. It's risk yeah. mitigation, right? Like yeah. that's really what that, maturity is. Really, it's not that you're more mature. Really what it is? You just recognize that you about to act a damn fool Anything in the situation. Because ultimately what happens there is like, it'll be like, oh man, this, this situation feels like a red flag, but it's not a brick red. <laughs> this, I mean, you know, maybe it'll get red. If it gets redder, then I'll, then I'll pay attention. Oh, you're doing the pandemic color codes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, this is not DEF CON like five. You know We're not saying? in orange today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, you know, we, oh, Okay. Oh, you, you just wanted to poke one eyeball out. All right, bet. Whatever. I got two eyes. I ain't need that other eyeball. Okay, Odin. See. Trying to gain cosmic awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give something up to be a rune king, man. See. Hey. <laughs> See, y'all got, okay, y'all were bringing it back because y'all were getting real geeky for a second. I thought this was headed for, I thought y'all had been hanging out with these millennial chicks, uh, I'm about to start talking about astrology and shit. No, no. Nah, your no. aura is Orion's belt. <laughs> nah, no, nah. We, there, we there's totally a room to be like, you can be Scarlet Witch. I'm not going to be Professor Xavier. I, yeah, I was say, I still get lost in your mind, girl. <laughs> so, and what bothers me is you probably really tell somebody that, and they're probably very impressed with it. I used to tell people I'm Batman. That was my go to pickup oh, line. Shit, of course you did. And then you brought him back here. <laughs> and you brought him back here, and they were convinced that you were you Bruce really Wayne. Were Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'm tell. I keep telling y'all. You walk in, and if he wants it to with Siri, this this nigga's whole this nigga's whole house turns a different color, 
and like tur- makes a different aura and puts on fucking uh, Sade music and shit. I've, I've seen it. But it's, it's unsuspecting. It's like, it's like, hey, Alexa, like rainy time or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very weather specific so that it feels unsuspecting. Very odd. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We don't know about it because we're guys, but... I'm telling you, he brings the chick back here, and there's and, and like a waterfall comes out of the wall. <laughs> there's not a waterfall in the wall. Shout That'll out. get moldy. That's true too. It is time. I don't like the technical response. <laughs> Let's me know he's thought about it. Yeah, it's time for white people must be stopped, y'all. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Trump. I know he has. I'm not listening to him. Trump has surrendered, y'all. Again. Again. Um, they took him in to do Prince. They took his mugshot. Um, I'm sure he thinks it's the most it's the nicest mugshot anyone's ever done. It only makes him look more like one of the criminals from an eighties cartoon show. I'm sure that's a Silverhawks villain. I'm sure of it. Silverhawks. Have you seen uh, the Batman Rogue Gallery? Oh no, I wouldn't give him the compliment. No. Oh, they definitely that Silverhawks Rogue Gallery is ridiculous. They they had him as Joker, and they literally took everybody else and and started just assigning them from the Batman Rogues Gallery. It was hilarious. That nigga is kite man. They they and not only did they round his ass up, anybody that had anything to do with that campaign of election tampering in Fulton County. They round because they rounded up like six or seven niggas. Oh, excuse me, six or seven white people. And guess who is guess who the only one is that has not been that has not been bonded out and is still in jail. The leader for Blacks for Trump. The leader from Blacks for Trump. The nigga is still in the fucking pokey. Good. That's some wild shit. That's where you're supposed to be. Oh, and there's oh, and there's another chick that's in there that's a black chick, but she has worked. Apparently, she just she is just a assistant scumbag to the stars because she's worked with R. Kelly, she's worked with Kanye, and she's worked with one other person I can't think of who is also a scumbag, like Nick Fuentes or something. Um, and of course Trump. So, and I'm not worried about her because I'm sure there's a uh, there's a rich white there's a horny rich white man with a heavy pocketbook trying to arrange to get her out right now. She got a sugar day somewhere in Atlanta for all the wrong reasons. But yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Oh, she got a sugar day in Atlanta somewhere. She looks like that because uh, that smile looks so evil. I'm gonna send Randall the graphic so we can put it so we can put it up. For the graphic for this episode, but remember that uh, that movie Smile, vaguely, where the the ghost would make everybody do these evil like Guy Fox mask smiles. I remember the promotion they were doing. Um, that's why I didn't watch season. it. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch this shit. <laughs> they had the actors like literally sit. Um, in positions where they knew the cameras would be for baseball games mm. and then just do the smile pose the entire game. There's too much money in professional mm. sports, dog. <laughs> That's free marketing, bro. Because what the fuck? 
There's too much horror movie in my baseball game. <laughs> that's crazy. That's too much fucking money in these sports, man. That's why we got to, well. The only reason why I agree with you is because you definitely have to buy out those four seats around that person. Because if I were the one sitting next to them and that's what you do. <laughs> by the end of the first inning, I'm I'm charging you up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, what are you here for, dog? What are you, what are say, you waiting for real? on? What are you waiting on? What is going to blow up? Like, what's up, man? Talk to me. Tell me something. <laughs> you about to have a bad night, bro. What's up? Look, you, you know the people around them were uncomfortable as fuck, man. As fuck. <laughs> of course they were. Fuck that. Um, a Florida woman. I don't have the whole article for this one. I forgot what I, I forgot where I found it. Florida woman doused herself in Diet Mountain Dew to mm. wash away the DNA after killing her roommate in Daytona Beach. In Diet Mountain Dew. Diet. Specifically diet. Oh. Just. Just. Yeah. No, no. Sit with it for a second. I know we're all trying to make jokes, man. But like. (laughs) I know. Something about like just Florida tight. Like just Florida headlines just really make my head hurt, dog. Like so much. Read that again, please. (laughs) Florida woman doused herself in Diet Mountain Dew. To wash away the DNA after killing her roommate in Daytona Beach. You know, was a was a shower not available? I was actually going to say, you know, when James Brown was doing Living in America, you notice he didn't name any cities in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's that song is like our safe space anthem, and nowhere in Florida is in that song, man. New Orleans, Detroit. He named he named he named Dallas, and I'm still a little insulted about it. Well, I mean, it's a lot of niggas in Dallas, but you know what? Of all the niggas in Florida, y'all shouldn't be there. We got to relocate them. Can we get like government funds as like a, an assistance program to relocate those niggas somewhere safe? No, because I mean, this is a white woman, by the way. I'm just saying that. What, this, no, yeah. No, oh, exactly. yeah. We know yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know that's I'm a white woman. I'm concerned about the minorities around. Oh, just anybody. trying to get them yeah, safe. Let's just get, get them, them to somewhere safety. safe, man. Let's run them out of there. DeSantis get them out of there. DeSantis man. ain't gonna have it. DeSantis ain't gonna have it. He should be overjoyed. No, he don't believe in their history anyway. Because he needs somebody to work them low-paying bullshit jobs. no, 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 no. See, the only thing the kids nowadays have not made the connection to is slave labor and underpaid labor. The moment they build that connection, I can assure you, what we were seeing middle of the pandemic, all of those fuck those job videos, we're going to see an increase in those. It's the same reason why there are hundreds of vacancies in education here in Texas. Because for, well, thousands, yes. But for a while there, Professor Xavier was serious about putting guns in our hands. Not We we can't take them kind of chances, not even for protection purposes, because if you give my underpaid ass a Glock, I am robbing kids for their lunch money. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. This escalated went left so fast. Yeah, what? You thought it was going to make sense? No. Hell no. Because that's that's the nature of the industry is senselessness. Are you serious? No, that is the wrong modern solution. Let's get them people out of there so they can be safe. See, you know, they, they come in. They, they come in. I just want to shout out, you know, like poets like Sharika and Ebony Payne who are leaving 
Florida and come to Texas. Good job, man. Bring okay, your, so there's going to there's gonna be a Florida influx. Okay. Black wildflower. Leave, leave, leave all the crocodiles and, and alligators and whatnot in, in your swamps. But you guys go ahead and come on. We got enough exotic game walking around downtown. Fucking tigers and shit. What the fuck? What is wrong with y'all? Just tell me what's wrong with y'all. Don't, no, no, you, Florida. You don't get to what do tell you mean? Me about Bishop Sherman High School and fucking <laughs> well, that Florida was Ohio. woman, Florida woman bathing herself in fucking sticky ass, nasty ass Diet Mountain Dew, and then tell me I'm the one with the problem. No, I'm the one trying to. I want y'all to be safe. Clearly, clearly, we are still not safe, ladies and gentlemen. Clearly, this man trying to have a Florida refugee program. <laughs> Fuck. That's gonna be so problematic. Just, and I'm gonna just, be here for every man, minute. Just give of us it. one of the states y'all don't even fucking like, man. We'll take care of it. Just leave us the fuck alone. Well, that was a uh, euphonics. That was euphonics <sighs> take on education there. <sighs> See why I come and got these guys. See why I got these guys. Sick of it. <laughs> Goddamn sick of it. <laughs> um. Sid, your racist stories, your real life racist. Do, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get to casually walk over. Like, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I got y'all today. Usually I'm quiet, but like, what, what the hell is going on outside? That's why I don't go anywhere. That's why I don't go anywhere. Oh, man, come to the club. They shoot nose. Oh, man, come to church. They shoot nose. Oh, man, come to the game. They running people over in the parking lot. Oh, man, go to school. Uh, look, look, what, what, what are we doing? Damien, cut! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Dying Mountain Dew, my nigga? What was even the plan? Is there something in it that I don't understand? Is, like, is it like Irish Springs? Like, it's one is- of the numerous urban myths about Yellow Five that it, that it will eliminate DNA. Oh, okay, so we got a little idiocracy thrown in there. Too. It's not written. No, I, I didn't mean that. I'm just saying there, there are a million urban myths about Yellow Five, so I'm convinced that's what it was. There's a million myths about what Yellow Five would do. I remember growing up and all the little kids would see you drinking. This is how weird kids were. It's like eighth grade. You'd see people drinking Mountain Dew. And if it was a dude, they'd go, oh, my God, you're drinking that Yellow Five. It's going to make your dick small. Damn. I remember that. Oh my God, you're drinking Yellow Five. You're not going to be able to have kids ever again. Ever. We're in the eighth grade. What do you want from me? My coworker is proof that is not true. I'm just going to say it again. I mean, there's a million like Snopes and all that shit. That's not true. That's not a thing. I don't he, even need billions or hundreds of millions. But like when I win the I'm going to claim it now because this is just oh, retarded. shit. When I win the lottery. Some of you are going to get checks, uh-huh. and then I'm going to disappear. <laughs> are you still going to set up the Rescue Florida Niggas Refugee Fund? Actually, if this happens first, no. Uh, what I am going to do is send you all the occasional, like, just, 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 it'll be cats in my feet from a beach. That's it. That's it. Maybe the corona shot. Maybe Just enough proof of life? Just enough proof of life to know that I'm chilling. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. Imagine pissing someone off so much. Like, imagine going over to someone's home and you just see, like, tens, maybe hundreds of just dying Mountain Dew just in a corner somewhere. Now you got to ask questions. 
That was literally my coworker. Like, what if you open the wrong door and that's just all you see in their closet? You officially have to ask questions. Now you got to start looking for, like, like saran wrap and shit. Like, is is it, what's wrong with that carpet, man? It's got a stain on it. So a chick invites you over. What's what's a red flag you have you have actually seen? Uh, Cretans. The wall was moving. Wait. The what? Cretans. Rats, snakes. Oh, Cretans! Like I thought you. Were, yeah. I thought we were. I thought we were talking about Clearwater. I was like, why? What do we have against Clearwater? Nah, nah, nah. Like legit Cretans. Like because like Jesus. Even even in Texas, right? Like there are just some some simple things you can do to mediate. What kind of critters are in your environment and how many of what kind of critters are in your environment? And I have a quota and a type. And once that type and quota has has been clocked and registered, I, you know, I'm very quietly never heard from again. Red flag you saw at a woman's house. You said um, the wall was moving. The wall was moving. Yeah, well, Do we know why the wall was moving? Yeah, creatures. Yes. So oh the wall was covered in, I would estimate, roughly about 50 million roaches. And <laughs> <laughs> give or take a million. And when I say that the wall was moving, no I mean, sir. literally, like, you walked in and it was like this little hallway and you turn right and then, like, the living room's in front. And the wall, the hole, there was no gap. To actually, I don't know what color the Mm-mm. wall was in the hallway. Mm-mm. It was just the little German roaches, but it was about 50 million of them. And they were just moving and crawling on top of each other because there was no more space on the nah. wall. Nah, bro. There was no place for me to put my my jacket because she's like, you can hang your jacket up. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep it on because it was winter. Nah. Like I dropped by to drop off a Christmas gift. At oh, the new no. apartment oh, no. and condo, whatever it was. And and then, like, I didn't want to sit on the couch because the bugs were moving on the couch. So I sat out in the middle of the living room floor to eat my lunch. Mm. And I would just kill the ones that, like, got too close while I was eating. Oh, shit. And then when I went to ask where the trash can was to throw it away, she said the kitchen. And so I couldn't walk in the kitchen because the floor was moving. <laughs> nah. Nah, bro. That's, I'm, that's that nah, Joe's I'm apartment shit. Dude. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking of. Nah. They took Joe's apartment and said that's an inspiration. Nah, fuck that. But we so can y'all do better. See, so y'all got some bad ones. I'm y'all. See, so y'all have some truly bad ones. I was bougie, so I and as somebody that has worked in bookstores for most of his adult life, um, I always noticed the books on your on your on your shelf. Oh, that's way too subtle. And I came in and saw. Uh, think like a man and just left on the assumption that I wouldn't get in any pussy for 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his rules. Talking about you talking about you got to withhold the pussy for 90 days. So I just assumed that wasn't happening. The job. It's like your, your waiting period for your benefits. Which is stupid, which is proved stupid. Did y'all know uh, Steve didn't just got like his, um, his wife didn't got caught cheating with the with the bodyguard and the chef yes i mean it's steve harvey bro i don't assume he's doing anything correctly (laughs) (laughs) thank you but yeah i walked in and saw i appreciate him for you know 
Sometimes now I now I appreciate him for nothing. I appreciate him for the laughs. Um, but he ain't, but he ain't been funny in so long. You're just underscoring my point. Oh, okay, fair enough. Why are we listening to him? So I walked in, and like I said, when you've worked with books enough, with like popular books and otherwise, you know the back without even clearly sometimes without even clearly seeing the title of the book. So I can look at someone's bookshelf from far away. Sometimes I'm a little out of practice because I haven't worked at the bookstore in a few years, but I can usually look at someone's bookshelf on their zoom or whatever and go, Oh, he curated that bookshelf specifically for zoom or, Oh, she curated that bookshelf to let people know exactly what type of time she on. And if I see shit like think like a man, if I see shit like why men love bitches, um, just popular nonsense. I'm not going to stay there long. And some of the books tell you you're not about to get any pussy. Is that the book that says no pussy here? Might. Um, they're like, like I always assume that if somebody's reading the Steve Harvey book, that I'm, it's not in the cards for you that night. Disagree. Um, and so I, and so I, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be there for long. And depending on what kind of cat you have. Now, that's another thing. If you have a ginger cat. Get off the fucking couch. If you have a ginger cat, I I, I already uh, have assessed that you are a masochist. And and there's a level of abuse that I'm just not going to be comfortable dishing out. Because they don't do nothing but stand on your shit and try to dig their claws into your body. No, they, like, actually have, like, so, like, gingers, like, the, the orange cats yeah, are infamous for having play aggression. So they'll just straight up just come at you just for no reason, just because they're, like, full. Nope. Yeah, I never had that with the, the, the orange tabby that used to hang by my house. He would fight all the other cats in the neighborhood, and then he'd come over and just chill out, right. lay in my lap. Probably getting that play aggression out with the other cats. But if he were, like, just in here 24-7, okay. he'd take that out on you. We don't have – okay. And it, and this is – no, I'm not I'm not being a hater, but we don't have to spend five minutes on cats. Um, I mean, I got two. It's not, not – no, no knock on cats. Just saying. Um, send your listener letters. Or if send there's your a smell. Real li- so what? If there's a smell. Oh, my God. Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listener letters. Like there's a real what, change between outside and in your home. Questions for myself and the crew. <laughs> Please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com, or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can learn new things about uh, Houston's <laughs> Most Savage Podcast. Why are y'all you, talking like I'm not saying stuff? You can learn ways to, li- <laughs> ways to listen to us. Uh, what about the Patreon? Ways to buy merch and ways to become a patron. <laughs> You can log on to patreon.com and uh, please become a patron where you can get uh, exclusive merch. Um, Don't act like y'all are bonus, accepting of all smells. Bonus content. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Wrong with these niggas, man. Uh, what am I doing? 
Bro. Stay tuned. Or, uh, we'll be right back uh, with the listener letters in the top three STFUs. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Send help. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we, amazingly enough, for the, for the foolishness that has gone on um, in this past segment, we are hydrating. Um, time for your listener letters. Xavier Hunter, a.k.a. X the Maestro, wants to know, uh, it's been a bit, I know, but what was a hip-hop collaboration you found either unexpected or didn't see coming? What was a collaborative project you want more from? Um, mm. My unexpected faves were Tech 9 and Andre 3000 on Lil Wayne interlude. I also want more Bad Meets Evil, Royce the Five Nine and Eminem, especially now that they're both embracing sobriety. Let me tell you something. Before we get our answers out of the way, I don't. I don't want anyone to come back to a thing when they're embracing sobriety. I've had this talk for. I've had this talk a lot of times on um, Patreon, but I don't believe any artist is really at their best when they're sober. I want the whatever. If you were fucked up during a time, I want the fucked up version. I don't want to hear anything the weekend has to say sober. Nothing good has come from the Red Hot Chili Peppers sober. Aerosmith got sober and got super fucking sensitive. The Rolling Stones have been on point since forever, and it's because they never get sober. Keith Richards will always (laughs) be fucked up. And it will always be for the good of the band. So let's just stop right there. If that's what Eminem's going through right now, sobriety, I don't want any part of it. If that's what Royce is going through right now, sobriety, well, no, I'm never going to say a bad thing about Royce to 5'9 because this nigga has a, an actual RPG in his house uh, for niggas that talk greasy. <laughs> and Tommy Gun, And a Tommy Gun. Uh, Tory Lanez learned about this. He got, he got to talking shit. And he saw that nigga had had some uh, some hot shit on his live, and the very next morning, Tory Lanez was trying to come to a diplomatic resolution with Royce the Five Nine, and I think Royce the Five Nine just told him shut the fuck up talking to me, and that was the end of that. Having said all that, collaborations that I want, I never got my. Childish Gambino and Chance collab. Mm. That was supposed to happen a while back. I never got that. Um, I'm still waiting on I Can't Feel My Face too. Um, things that I expected more from. I don't really I don't think I really have that. I just I really want I really want my uh chance and uh chance and what's his name? Uh Childish Gambino collab. I want more of that Janae and, and Big Sean collab, actually. 
2086. It was I forgot what it was called, but Chance and uh, not Chance, uh, Janae and Big Sean did that little collab. That was fire. That whole that whole shit was fire. Um, I know we're never gonna get a Silk Sonic two because rumor has it Bruno Mars is having a baby. Babies change everything. Yeah, so that's going to be a different level of music coming out now. I don't say, I don't want, and, I don't, and let me tell you something. This is not a popular, I don't want sober Bruno Mars either. I know it's not just, I know it's not just official official, but we all know that nigga on Booger Sugar. <laughs> we all know, we all know this nigga on Booger Sugar. I'm telling you, as soon as he got with Anderson and them and really started making, and really started making that uh, hairy pussy music, that nigga never put on. That nigga never took his sunglasses off again. Every <laughs> every award this nigga won, he was just sunglasses looking up into the sky. That nigga's on booger sugar, and I'm grateful for it because this because this nigga making has been making fire ever since. I don't know what Anderson doing, but if it's not drugs, keep it up. If it is drugs, keep it up. I, I if they do a Silk Sonic Part Two, I want more of the Booger Sugar Boys. <laughs> yeah, so that's my picks. Collaborations, anyone? Fluent got nothing. Oh, really? Fluent music. Music is more of a passive thing for him. Okay, it's not really just his like super passionate area like it is with us okay no, fair fair point for, first of all i would like to say i do think that there are certain artists that don't have to be so, like under the influence to create quality content i do think that the the two artists that he named off the muscle are really good examples of that because both royce the five nine and eminem have some really good sober bangers um so both of them most definitely but in my in a perfect world both of them J. Cole and um, um, Kendrick would do do a track called Wordsmiths. And you would essentially just let them be nasty for just for an album. I just want an album of the four of them or something like the Four Horsemen, where like the just the four of them are just riffing off each other's styles and just cobbling together some of the hardest rapping. I can get with that. You've had to listen to. And then just just for shits and giggles, you can put like Pac and Lucky Day like oh on the hooks. God. On the hooks. Just just to fuck with people. I think that would be great. Do you know Lucky Day was an American Idol reject? What? Yeah. Yes. Did not know that. And rebranded. Proof that they don't know what they're doing over there. Uh, they they fucked over a couple of people that that went on to make slaps. I can't think of them now. That boy Vito. Um, another American, uh, another American Idol reject went on to make slaps. My boy, I forgot what his name is, but he doesn't sing. But he been he was uh he's Jack Reacher now. Okay. Um, he was he was extra corny because he got on one knee and like sang and like serenaded Paula Abdul and shit. I'm almost certain I'm almost certain she sucked his dick because I my my theory has always been that Paula Abdul. Wouldn't put you through to the next round, but you could come over and get your dicks up. I mean, that we as long as we agree, that's still a win. <laughs> right. 
mom, I did not win the episode. However, comma, I did meet a celebrity. And dot, dot, dot. And dot, dot, dot. That's what... That's the name of this episode. And dot dot dot. dot dot dot. Um. But yeah, they yeah. There's a few American Idol rejects that just that went on to end up doing their thing. Interesting. Some Every- of them were all. Some of them would be the second place person. Like I know Bo Bice did some shit. I know Chris Daughtry did some shit. Um. But yeah, some of them that flew under the radar do a whole rebrand and end up brand back brand new. Good for them. I always thought the rejects were supposed to be like David from the real world. <laughs> Not tight shirt, man. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. I've seen the way you treated other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. God, I do need, I do need. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what the fuck is going on. I was looking. I don't have a hat to throw. I need help. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Thank you, X, for that listener letter. Oh, my God. It's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America? Oz, funny. <laughs> <laughs> that need and to fluent. shut the fuck up. Oh, man. Oh, man. Number three. <laughs> Scroll down, damn you. Uh, Who did I write down? I don't know. I'd be writing these down in the middle of the night. Safari. Okay. Okay. Uh so how so as y'all know, Halle Berry is paying child support to both of her exes. Huh. Um both of her exes, I believe, being actors that didn't go anywhere in their life. Um and I think she pays them like I don't know if it's eight K or eighty K, they said. I think I saw eight K. It's eight K, okay. She so she paying them kind of and it's it's not that much in relative terms but it's also kind of a grip, um, eight k a month for child support and Safari got on got on the internet, uh, to fix his overly licked mouth to say um that, um something about getting a man getting child support isn't manly and that they might as well wear dresses, Aww. um hey Safari, you. Are a grown man that sells coconut oil. That's a, there ain't no punchline. That's it. You are a grown man that sells coconut oil. You don't get to have a horse in this race. Because if it was between Halle Berry paying me child support and me being a grown man that sells coconut oil with a surgically with a surgically implanted hairline, I take the Halle Berry money. I take that. I take that little PPP loan. Meanwhile, you got to shut the fuck up. Your marriage ain't even in good standing to for you to be doing what you're doing, dog. Or your former marriage or whatever it is you hanging on to to stay relevant on love and hip hop. Um, you you you're not playing with a good hand for that. You don't have any spades in your hand right now. The one spade you had in your hand was Erica Mena, and that was like a one of spades. So I repeat. Shut the fuck up. 
Number two is Funky Dineva. What? Y'all. Who? Oh, Funky Dineva is one of these gossip people. Um, gotcha. That's some, it, there's usually, it, it, one of these culture critic go, uh, gossip people. That's usually very entertaining and usually has a lot of interesting, intelligent things to say to the ratchet. Let me tell you something. Stay in your lane. Stay with the ratchet. Stay among the ratchet. There are certain people, and I wish you would have learned this from Tasha K. Uh, that's why she owes Cardi all this money now. Um, there's lanes we don't need you in. There are. And we like you in the ratchet lane. We don't like you in the wholesome lane. Having said that, Halle Bailey ain't done nothing to you. She had all this little smart shit to say about Chloe and Halle because they go to because they go because sometimes they defend each other in the comment section or on Twitter. I mean, you know, they are siblings. They're sisters. They're siblings. They're supposed to do that. And no matter what you say, they're going to keep doing that for each other because they're good sisters. And they're ho- they're lo- they're wholesome chicks. No matter what they keep showing us, which I'm completely okay with them continuing to show us. <laughs> um fam you, you, stay doing ratchet shit. You like that that ratchet Atlanta gossip bullshit? Stay doing ratchet Atlanta gossip bullshit. Something that has no that has no effect on anybody that people can just kind of listen to is white noise while we do more important things. And straighten your wig. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem if you're if you if today you're gonna be, you know, chill, hairnet, whatever, funky Dineva, or if you're gonna wear your wig, just straighten it. We know which way to. I'm a man, but I know which way the part's supposed to go. And it ain't that. Mind your business. Leave them Bailey girls alone. That is not. That is not a hive you want a problem with, and you don't have the and your arms don't have the reach to slap box with God. Stay where you at. Learn your lesson from Tasha K. Tasha K. Hounded the fuck out of Cardi B, and now she's in the hole to her for four million that she can't pay. I just saw that Cardi B gonna get her money. She she don't even care about the money. She just wants to hound that bitch to the ends of, to the ends of the earth. To the point where Tasha tried to get reach out to her people and ask them if they if they would settle for two hundred thousand. I don't think they responded, but they're not going to respond the way she won't. Either way, learn your lesson from your fellow for, from your fellow uh, trash correspondent and shut the fuck up. I beg of you. Um, and the number one person who should shut the fuck up. Yes, you heard it. It's a white woman. Jennifer Aniston returns. Really? What does she say now? Jennifer Aniston has reflected on all that stupid shit she said about Jamie Foxx and nobody asked her for. And she has decided that she is sick and tired of cancel culture and blaming cancel culture for putting herself in business that nobody asked her to be in because she's not even fucking Jewish. What? Oh, I didn't tell you about the, the shit with Jamie Foxx. No, 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 no. Um, she's that. she's blaming cancel culture mm-hmm. for why yeah. she 
can't try to. Yeah, try wait. to get that through line. Try to understand that part. First of all, what? yes, that's true. Second, nobody's canceled her. They just dragged her for a little bit in the internet. Like, they just outed her about no, it. No, okay, no. It sounded like she was blaming cancel culture for why she par- tried to participate in cancel culture with. I don't know. She's blaming cancel culture for the backlash. Oh. Uh, Nobody canceled you. But didn't she? No, you know what? No. Nobody canceled you. And there's nothing to really cancel Jennifer Aniston from because she's not in shit but that Apple show. And me canceling her would mean that I would have to get Apple Plus and give a damn about what she's doing on Apple Plus. But none of that's going to happen. Does anyone have Apple Plus? Are we we looking at anyone with Apple Plus? No, I just, I can't bring myself to continue to do anything with Apple Plus, to be honest. You're not a Ted Lasso person or whatever? No. No. I I, I did see, uh, what was it? C. Yeah. Um, weird show, weird, weird show. show, but I loved the approach that they took. That was like that first opening fight episode yeah. was just, that was, I loved the tactics of it. Well, Jason, but to actually pay to watch it. Nah, I'm, I think I'm good. Well, Jason Momoa needs something to do. Um, Jennifer, oh, yeah. nobody canceled you. Nobody canceled you. You're not, a, you're not important enough right now just because you were making the most money in Hollywood 10, 20 years ago. You're not important enough to cancel to begin with. You don't have anything going on about you where I'm like, damn, I got to cancel that one white bitch, that one white bitch with the hair, the star of what meet the Millers. No, I don't give a fuck about you, dog. Nobody does. Nobody's really out here trying to cancel you. We we really want you to shut the fuck up and go about your business. We're trying to let you do that and you I don't think you want to take it. So I'm just gonna give you a little push and just shut the fuck up. give you another one just for good measure. Shut the fuck up. Fuck is wrong with these people? It was a lot of people to choose from. I felt like DJ Academics was too hard to target because she was out because he was out here calling SZA fat. Please just tell him to shut. I know we always have to tell him to shut the fuck up. Damn. Your job's a joke. You broke. Your love life DOA. <laughs> it's always like you're stuck in second gear. As a matter of fact, did y'all? See, <laughs> it, it, as a matter of fact, and I'm just giving y'all a taste of what's probably going to happen by the time we get back. It is Kiki Palmer's birthday. Birthday. Have you seen the new pictures? No. Yes. Man, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you need to see these. Okay, well, yeah. I stay under a rock, man. Yeah, she got new pictures. I'll show you off air. I'm sure but, she does. Uh, As she should. As any woman who stops messing with someone that's dumb. So apparently they were on live together last night, which I expect. I mean, they're going to have dealings with each other because mm-hmm. they have a baby. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to take it out of proportion and go, oh, Kiki, we were rooting for you. She is, I'm telling you, she's doing fine. She's going to be getting alternative dick. Because even on the new live, that nigga sounds stupid. And I think she likes her men stupid. No, just once again, just want to see how red that flag is. 
She's take well what I need. She's taking her notice from because Jennifer Lopez did this with A Rod, because A Rod don't look like he don't know shit about nothing but baseball and laying pipe, and that's what she wants. I think that's what these new. I think that's what these new chicks want, man. They're not really looking for intellectual conversation or pipe at the same time. They want pipe right now. And men are kind of proving themselves a little ridiculous and embarrassing them. So it's better to just get a dumb one, let him do what he does, and then free him back off into the wild. I mean, I I am never concerned with women using the tactics that men have used since the beginning of time. Like, by also all true. Means, by all means, sis, welcome to the table. Sharpen your blades and 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 gut your fillets as 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 tenderly as you want to. Uh, I just really wonder what are dudes doing that when you reach this level of all I have to do is change a diaper, burp the life she made, and if I'm showing out, make some food. Like if I could trade places with any of those niggas, do you understand how quiet I'd be? Of course, I'd be Stedman. I'd be Stedman. That's the example to follow. That is the <laughs> example. <laughs> that can, can we hit him with the air horns, please? Because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to wake up, realize that Oprah's paying for everything, and go. You know what? I feel safe here. <laughs> I feel comfortable here. I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna do my part. Stedman is the example to follow. Like, we don't hear, he does not come out of the pool house. And I think he likes it that way, and we like it that way for him. And we do. Just shut the fuck up. That's the easiest shut the fuck up to do, to be under Oprah. And it's okay, because most people are probably thinking, whatever, man. No, see, the, well, see, the glare is affecting. <laughs> you're trying. You were supposed to wait till after. You were. He didn't, and they're going to hear all of this. That's just, see, her and Janelle Monet, man, just. They trying to ruin their best it. life, man. Nah, they trying to have their fun. And they yeah, I'm saying, niggas are trying to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. All yeah. you got to, I'm telling we're going to do a shut the fuck up all stars, but like. For boyfriends, man, because yeah. there are some boyfriends out here and some husbands that have been doing this for a long time that you never hear from. They just go about their business, lay that pipe, and support and support that baby's head. That's it. Who's the one that Serena has? The white boy. He, the white another, man. He's another one. The the white man that owns like Reddit. He's another one. Don't say too much. Nothing. Never. Never. I'll say too much of that. Only you out there winning championships again, baby. Look at you. Let me get this food ready. You ain't lying. Um guys, have we done a podcast? Fucking right we did. Um Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for all your time and your attention and your love and um just generally putting up with whatever the fuck is happening here lately. Um mental special note. Labor Day weekend, we will not be here. No. We will be drunk. Uh, they will be drunk. <laughs> I will be. I, I might be a little drunk. I'll be drunk for us. That's, that's a real nigga right there. Um, I'll, I'll tag you in all the <clears throat> shots that you're doing. Very good. I like it. Um, I keep meaning to get everybody, get the whole crew together for a little... Uh, Shindig, thank you, Shindig, or something, but uh, everything keeps getting in the way. So uh, we'll figure that out. We might 
We might record it. Who knows? Um, other than that, we will not be here next week, but we will be back the next week after that with more foolishness, more fuckery. Um, as always, we appreciate you guys. Join Patreon. Join Patreon because they're not going to miss out on the foolishness and fuckery. You know, I just realized that next month is September. Yes, it is. So that's your birthday month. Yes, says my birthday month. All right. The month after that is October, and that is my birthday month. Oh, so shit. What I would appreciate is just some engagement from the people. For your that, birthday? That listen to this. Yeah, man, that's a great birthday gift. Just engage. Yeah, man. Send send more listener letters. We like y'all. We like, y'all. We like, we like y'all. You and and I know I only put the call out the day of, but you don't, it doesn't have to be the day of to get at me and ask me a question, or them. I'll ask them and I'll pass it on. Send that clip. Send, send that. Send us that meme. Didn't we got? Did you um? Did you ever see that? Get that that uh that sound bite from Craig Lindsay. Shout out to Craig Lindsay, by the way. Shout out to Craig Lindsay for whatever the fuck happened last night, um, that he sent us. I just want y'all to understand and have a little trip into the mind of Craig Lindsay. Uh, uh, let me get back over to my account. This is the so this is the kind of shit that we get when Craig Lindsay is taking an interest in the podcast. Uh, he tag he he sent he sent us something in the DMs. He tagged us all in it. Mm-hmm. He'll never tag Randall in this shit. It's a group. It was a group group message. It was a group message. I'm looking for it. Here it is. I I just hope y'all are ready. This is this is like a reward for sticking with us to the end. Uh let me just see what we got here. Oh, no, no. I got it. hold on. Bluetooth. Yeah. I gotta hook this up because it, it the, the listeners got to hear it right the way I did. <laughs> Just know, Mr. Jenkins, trying to get you on the show, bud. We're, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to do, we're gonna do that for September. You and D. Randall. Oh, God. That's literally lightning striking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lightning striking, but, yeah. like... Euphonic has a better chance of winning the Powerball and getting both of them here at the same time. Hey, man. I'll start playing the Powerball after I get them in the same room. The Lewis. <clears throat> and the reason why I'm Wait, hitting nope. you is... Here it is. Oz. This is Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> and the reason why I'm hitting you up is... When... Uh, can a bitch get on this motherfucker? <laughs> I've been out here too goddamn long. And I've been making all the rounds on the podcast. Just thought I'd drop one of these fucking voice things. And just let let you know that a bitch is always available. Let me know and I'll be down to that motherfucker. And you better have some shivers up in that bitch. I'm out. <laughs> yep, I'm out too. What the fuck is wrong with Craig Lindsay, dog? 
Who's the alien from American Dad? <laughs> Roger. <laughs> He's the opinions wild black Roger. I don't think we appreciate him enough oh, for that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is, what is happening, man? Yeah. I, you know, day ones, I apologize. So there are some weeks <clears throat> where I feel like this podcast has gone completely out of my control. <laughs> and I don't know how to bring it back. Um, that's Craig Lindsay, y'all. <laughs> we will be back next week with more foolishness, with more fuckery. Until then, I have been Oz. Euphonic. The fluid one. And as always, forever imparting titties. titties. Clap, white people. Oh, what are you doing? Singing the praises of titties. 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 Bye, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>